0: I need to start off this morning by uh, making sure that everybody has what they need to have. So does everybody have two rocks? Okay, I have some people that needs two rocks. If you need two rocks, can you please stand? (laughs) Larry, can we don't, huh? I have some rocks, so if I can have the the ones that do not have the rocks, okay, can y'all go ahead and make your way forward? throw it at me well oh, there's a bunch of people that don't have rocks you're not gonna you're not gonna get rid of those yeah so they're they're getting bigger. I'm I'm pretty sure I don't have enough rocks. So here, let's do this here, okay? All right, here, here. You put two dates on that rock. You put two dates on that rock. Or Joyce put two dates on that rock. Act like those big rocks are two, okay? Huh? Oh, I can't break them in half. Oh, somebody gave you two? Okay. Okay, so now everybody has two rocks or has at least one rock that's equivalent of two rocks. Okay. All right. Well, Grady's not here for me to thank Grady for let me wandering around his property and and grabbing all those rocks, but we should have grabbed more rocks. Oh, man. I have I have been thinking about this Message and preparing for this message for close to six months. So, whenever I tell you that this message resonates within my soul, this is what God has for us today. Because as Rock Hill First Church of the Nazarene, or even as individuals... We know that God has shown up in our lives. We know that God has been moving and God is moving in our lives. The only thing about it is is that there's so many times that he moves. And we do not recognize that he has moved. In two or three weeks down the road, we have forgotten what he has done. And we've forgotten the move that he has made or that he has done. Now, if you think that that is really not all that true, then why in the world do we still stumble on things that we shouldn't be stumbling on? It's because we have forgotten that God has already brought us through that particular struggle. And if he's brought us through it once, then it shouldn't be a struggle again. So today we look at this and we see here that God is our stone of help. We look into First Samuel chapter 1. And in 1 Samuel chapter 1, beginning with verse 12. Andrew, I'm going to need it on that. Never mind. With 1 Samuel chapter 1, or I'm sorry, 1 Samuel chapter 7, verse 12. Did I give you the right one? 1 Samuel chapter 7, verse 12. Samuel then took a large stone and placed it between the town of Mespa and Jerusalem. He named it Ebenezer, which means the stone of help. For he said, Up to this point, the Lord has helped us. Up to this point, the Lord has helped us. Ebenezer. So Ebenezer is a uh, memorial or a uh, commencement uh, of divine assistance. It gets its name from uh, the Hebrew word of Eben and then Ezer. Eben is, I have this all for you. Eben is stone, Ezer would be help, stone help, stone of help. So whenever, whenever we read that passage of scripture and Samuel is talking about this victory that God has given to him, we need to think about this victory that God has given to him because for over 20 years the Philistines had been oppressing the Israelites for over 20 years the Israelites would they would start gaining ground and their crops would begin to grow and then the Philistines would come in and wipe them out and take all the food and uh, you know and begin to destroy their homes they were oppressed and they were always underneath the thumb of the Philistine rule or the government of Philistine. And this day that he array that he raises this up, we find that they have called out and they have prayed to God for help in this battle to deliver them from the bondage that they are in. And they're gathering at this place of, Mes- uh, of Mespath. And they've gathered there to worship and to praise God. And the Philistine army finds out that they're there. So they go and they begin to attack. Or they are setting up to attack. So they call out to God. And God says, don't worry about this battle. Pastor John's paraphrase. Don't worry about this battle. I have it taken care of. The scripture says that the Philistine army prepared to attack. And then God's voice of a loud thunder created chaos. And they began to scatter. And the Israelites chased them and slaughtered them. Bringing about freedom. God delivered them. So this morning, each one of you have two stones. The first stone is supposed to be on that, the word salvation. And then the year or the date that you were saved. How many of you remember the year and the date that you were saved? Amen. Write it down. Here, we have this nice pile of rocks, right? An Ebenezer, stone of help, a memorial that is erected to represent divine intervention. God has intervened in this church's life. On this large rock that we have here on the bottom, if you look on this side right over here, it has 1935 written on it. Rock Hill First Church of the Nazarene was established in 1935. God moved in the lives of nine individuals that are listed as Uh, You know, as founding members of Rock Hill First Church of the Nazarene to start this church. On this other side over here, it has 1949. In July of 1949, Rock Hill First Church of the Nazarene moved to North Jones Avenue and began its ministry right here where it is. Throughout the years, Rock Hill First Church of the Nazarene has grown. Some of y'all have been here to experience it. Some of y'all remember whenever y'all were in the small house, uh, you know, ministering and having church in that small home. And then you went to the fellowship hall, and then you rearranged the fellowship hall, and then you grew in the fellowship hall, and you... Purchased the home that's down over here that now our children's pastor has the privilege to live in. You purchased the land that's over on this side right over here that has this nice paved parking lot for us to be. God's hand was at work in Rock Hill First Church of the Nazarene. It ministered to the people that was in this community. How many of you used to live right down the road from here? There's still several of them here. Wayne still lives right down the road from us. Darling Jean live right down the road from us. Mickey and Johnny, they live right down the road from us. Uh, you know, we're we're all here. Uh, you know, so how many of you live live within a three-mile radius of this place? All right, just about everybody should raise their hand because there's Within about three mile radius, because that that reaches all the way across the river. Just in case you you want to know, it reaches out into Fort Mill. Three miles. Yes. Okay. So we're you know so we're dealing with this, and we're, so we're here, and uh, you know, but we're here because God moved upon the lives of those people. The second rock that we have has 2003. If I'm not mistaken, August of 2003 was the first service in this sanctuary. Because God has moved. The top rock has 2017. Because in August of 2017, or I'm sorry, in June of 2017, we started a Hispanic church in the old sanctuary in the Fellowship Hall. God is at work. The rocks that were around here, that because of my math and my thoughts Rock Hill First Church of the Nazarene has had 20 pastors up until this day. The 20 pastors were around this Ebenezer. Because we as pastors come alongside of God to help strengthen the movement and the people That he has in this church. All 20 of those pastors. Did what God had asked them to do. Some of them you liked. Some of them you didn't like. Some of them stayed a long time. Some of them didn't stay long enough. Some of them stayed too long. But each one of them did. What God needed them to do. God is at work. So now. As we continue this. Now you get to bring up. Stone number one. The stone that you have. That has the date of your salvation on it. Please bring it up and place it on the Ebenezer. This is the day and this is a time as you place it here that we say, thank you, God, for my salvation. Thank you for touching my life. But we place it on this rock. Because that day and that time is to be used to grow this particular church. Because this is the place that God has brought you to. If it falls, it's okay. Place it on the rock. Our Ebenezer is built up of individual memories, built up here of individuals that have the ability to call themselves a child of God. It's built on faith. Whenever we think about an Ebenezer and we think about erecting this or building this, the dates that are here are all dates that's in the past. But the dates that we have here are not dates for us. These are dates for people to come. Whenever somebody comes and they look at this, we can say that on July of 1948, a ministry began right here. And in that ministry in 2008, I just saw this from rocks. In 2008, there were eight people that joined this church and were all baptized at the same time. Eight people received Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior and was baptized at the same time. I have never experienced a baptism Of more than five people. Now that might have been small. I don't know what the history is. But eight people. Receiving Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. They are able to talk to other people and say. Man, Rock Hill First Church of the Nazarene is where I found Jesus Christ as my Savior. There's a couple of rocks on here that has 2018 as a date. Brand new Christians. They're able to say that I experienced God in my life right here at Rock Hill First Church of the Nazarene. not for us, though, so that we can tell other people, yes, it's for me, and it's for us, so that we can look at this, and we can say, man, God really does work. He works in other people's lives, but I know that a lot of y'all have heard me say, That we need to be talking about the God that's working in our lives today. Not the one that just simply brought us to salvation years ago. Or whenever he did. But what is he doing today? What is he doing in your life today? So that brings us to rock number two. Because rock number two should be where God moved in your life after salvation. Now, I know good and well that Wayne is going to put on his second rock whenever God touched him and brought him out of the coma that he had been in for how long, Wayne? Seven weeks Seven and a half weeks. The doctors wanted to pull the plug. The very next morning, Wayne woke up. Yeah. I don't know if Darren's going to put this on his or not. But just last year, It's right there. (laughs) Just last year, Darren was diagnosed with cancer, went through chemo, and then he died twice on the way to the hospital and was revived. And he is now sitting back there running our sound system. He even cleans the church on Saturdays. God has touched him. See, these rocks, they're evidence of of not only God moving back in 2000 or in in 1949 or in 2003, whenever y'all moved into this sanctuary, but God is moving today. He is moving in individuals' lives. I'm going to cry again because I'm going to talk about Courtney. Beautiful song this morning. Her and her husband went through a difficult time. But God is at work in that family. Her husband, whenever he was back from, he, he had a break from his Exercising and stuff. He's, I don't really know where he's at, but he's at Fort Jackson or Fort, huh? Boot camp. He did not miss a service because God is at work. I, I know there's other stories, I know there's other families here that see and know. That God has been at work and is at work. So now we're going to add to this Ebenezer. I'm going to ask you to bring up your second rock. And whenever you bring up your second rock, place it on that rock. And thank God for what he did in your life. Although an Ebenezer is erected to remind us of our past, this message today is not about our past. This message today is about our future. This message today is about the fact that the God that was at work uh, you know, back whenever Samuel and them and, and the Israelites needed the battle, that he is the same God that is at work and alive today. The struggles that he took us through, before salvation and at the moment of salvation and after salvation that is the god that is still at work today and he is the one that will be at work until the ends of time he is and he was and he will ever for be amen so this service and whenever we think about this yes we look at these dates and we're like man this is really great This is a lot of lives that have been touched, but it's not all of them. He is not done. He is still alive and he is still working. And that is why this will stay up for the rest of the year. We will get more rocks. And as God moves in your life and as he brings a date to your heart and mind that He has brought you through a struggle. You'll write it down and you'll bring it right back up here. This is not going to stop growing. Whenever it moves from here... It will move to a place right as whenever you outside, whenever you drive into the driveway, you will see the Ebenezer of Rock Hill First Church of the Nazarene. Seeing that God was at work, he is at work, and he is going to continue being at work at this place as long as we trust in him. Because that is all what the Ebenezer is about. It's about trusting in the God that brought me through the last battle that he's going to take me through the next battle. It's in trusting that whenever he says that he will provide for you that he's going to provide for you. It's in trusting that whenever he says that he's going to protect you that he will protect you. It's in trusting that whenever he says if you ask him for forgiveness of your sins that your sins are forgiven. But, you know, whenever we look at an Ebenezer, I look at all the things that we missed. I look at all the things that we didn't do right. I look at the times whenever I knew that God was there and I didn't do what he asked me to do. I think about the lives of the people that has lived next door to me and I didn't say a word to them about Christ. I think about the people in the neighborhood. I I think about the person that lives right across from our, that lives lives right around in this area, all the people that lives right around this area. Do y'all know that the police department, Rock Hill City Police, use our parking lot as a stakeout place? Because there's neighbors to this church that don't know Jesus Christ. Because we've done something wrong. We've missed it somewhere. But see, whenever we have an Ebenezer, we learn from the past. The pastors that I kind of jokingly said stayed too long, we need to realize God's hand at work. For the pastors that I said stayed, you know, that you liked or you didn't like. They were God's people. And they had a purpose for this church. They had a purpose for God. We need to do everything that we can to help God to reach the lives that he has for us to reach. Yes, we have a prison ministry Thank you so much for the people in this church that feels a burden for the ones incarcerated. Yes, we feed the homeless whenever they're at the warming center. Thank God for the ones that can get up early in the morning and prepare food for. We fed the haven once a month for over a year, dinner. Dinner thank God for the people that do that we have an active ministry an active visitation ministry that visits the people in the church we have an active compassionate ministry ministry that ministers to the people that have hurts in their lives but there's still more that we can do so we look at this wonderful Ebenezer in this time and the rocks and stuff that are established here and and we see yes God at work we see what he's accomplished but we should also see what we failed to accomplish you know, I want us to kind of look at this and I, you know for just a second, I want us to be honest in this fact, because whenever we look back at the history of the Israelites, the Israelites would do good for a little bit, and then they would turn away from God, and they would be and God would send them into captivity, He would punish them. Do you think God stopped punishing the Israelites or stopped punishing the people that do not obey what He has for them to do? If we are not willing to be God's hands and feet in the light unto this world, He will punish us. As a church and as individuals. We have to trust God. Paul tells us that every single day we have to die. I have to stop every single day from being John Sadler and being Christ to the people that he has for me. it has to be a it is a choice that we have to choose if we don't choose it there's consequences if we get up one day and we choose not to be a christian There's consequences. There has to be consequences. Because he said there would be. And I really don't want to worship a God that says if there's punishment involved and he doesn't punish... How can I take him at the rest of his word? This Ebenezer is to help move us forward because we see God at work, what he's already done. Therefore, we trust that He's still going to do the work. So, what's the next stone that's going to be on there? What's the next stone? A loved one receiving Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior? We add a pavilion on the back side of the sanctuary so that we can have community picnics, barbecues. I don't know. But I can tell you this. If we don't listen to God, and we don't follow his words, and we don't trust him, it won't happen. It won't happen. We'll be full of a church, we'll be a church full of people that's dead. We gotta trust in God. got to trust in God and we got to follow God's will for us so let's close the service this way the first rock that we placed on the stone was rocks of salvation If you have never received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. This morning is the opportunity for that. And guess what? I have rocks in my office. Specifically for this. Because the dates and stuff that's on this. If they're not used to save other people's lives then they're not there for the right reason. They're all there and should all be there so that other people will be able to experience the God that we experience. And they'll be able to know Him in an intimate way. And they would be able to have salvation. Salvation. So if you two could play for us again. I'm going to open up the altar. And I'm not going to take long. Because the Spirit of God has been moving all morning long. And if you're going to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, that decision should have already been made. So if you want to come up and you want to receive Christ if you want to kneel at this altar and pray and ask for forgiveness now's the time the altar is open and I know that it's difficult to make that first move so we're all going to help them and the way that we're going to help them is is that we're going to stand so that they're already halfway there See, God has something for us. With every head bowed and every eye closed, pray for the ones around you. Pray for yourself. So the second thing that we're going to do is that I know that there are people right now that are struggling with battles in their lives that they really that they don't have victory over yet. Today God is here and he wants to give you victory. Whatever it is. He is the only one that can help you with it. He is the only way that you can be victorious over that. The altar is open for that as well. This last thing that I want to get us to do, to open the altar up with has to deal with us as individuals being willing to search God for that next thing God what do you have for me in 2019 what victory do you have for me where are you going to move in my life I want to be open for this I want to be looking for this What is the next thing in the next movement in Rock Hill First Church of the Nazarene? God, where are you directing us? I want to be able to see it. Open my eyes today to see your hand at work in whatever place it needs to be in 2019. starts with the realization of who Jesus Christ is. Jesus Christ is the Son of God that left heaven and came to this earth lived for 33 years walked around with us taught us showed us how we are supposed to live but then he also showed us how we're supposed to die whenever he gave up his life on the cross was buried in the grave for three days and then rose again victorious over death as that perfect sacrifice as the only way that we can have true forgiveness of our sins is by believing in him as Jesus Christ the Son of God born of a virgin crucified buried rose again just for us I heard many many of preachers tell me that if it was just you on this earth God that Jesus would have done the exact same thing. He did it for each and every one of us. For each one. The proof is in all the lives of the people that brought up rocks. And it's for all the rocks That we just don't have space for. Because I know that there was more than one movement of God in these lives.
1: my Lord defense my righteousness oh god how I need
0: you. dear heavenly father we thank you god yes we thank you for the things that you have done for us in the past God, we thank you that you haven't stopped. We thank you for the fact that you're going to continue working in our lives and through our lives. God, we trust in you. We trust. We trust you as our Savior. As our Lord. His His amen.